If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Petaluma is now the first city in Sonoma County to pass an ordinance that protects renters from unfair evictions. This week, the Petaluma City Council voted to amend tenant protections specifically for just cause evictions. Petaluma says renters can no longer be evicted in retaliation or because of discrimination. But if you don't pay your rent, stay past the end of your lease, use, you know, the units illegally or become a nuisance, you can still be evicted. Renters in Petaluma must also now be given a 120-day notice if their property owner plans to sell. Tennis has now lost two of its all-time greats in 2022. So in addition to Serena Williams, Roger Federer has announced that he's hanging it up. Rogers is, uh, Roger is 41 and went through a series of knee operations. So this isn't a huge surprise. His final event will be in London next week. Roger said, quote, I am 41 years old. I've played more than 1,500 matches over 24 years. Tennis has treated me more generously than I ever would have dreamt, and now I must recognize when it is time to end my competitive career. Federer has won 20 Grand Slam titles and ranks third of all time. Well, Miranda Lambert... will be honored in her home state of Texas. She is slated to be honored at the Texas Medal of Arts Awards, or TMAA, next year. So the prestigious accolade acknowledges Texas leaders and luminaries who have achieved excellence through their creative talents, as well as those who generously have opened doors to the artistic community for Texas and all ages. Now, Miranda will be honored alongside Yellowstone creator Taylor Sheridan, Hollywood actor Luke Wilson, musician Christopher Cross, and thespian Carol Cook, and so many others. Uh, so congratulations, Miranda, on this honor. I think it's very deserved. Wake up in the morning for the rooster to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. Today, Apple is going to reinvent the phone. FYI, they're coming out with a new iPhone. iPhones. Find my iPhone. Bring us the iPhone. I want an iPhone. I want the new iPhone. iPad, iPhone, whatever. This is what iPhone is. Okay? So what has your phone miraculously survived? The iPhone... 14, 14 Pro, and 14 Pro Max. All of those bad boys are officially out today. And I got a message from my phone carrier this week that says I'm eligible for an upgrade, which is great. But my iPhone 11 Pro has survived all of these years. And this is the longest time I've ever kept a phone without completely destroying it. Honestly, I think you should stick to the phone <laughs> that you have because the iPhone 14 Pro Max, Pro, all that stuff isn't really that much different. Well, I think it's absolutely miraculous that I've kept a phone this long. And, yeah. and I, I really like this phone. I, I knew what I wanted when I got it. I've had it for about three years now. And I don't know. It's not messed up. It's working. But I also don't want to be one of those people like years from now where everyone's like, you still have an iPhone 11? The iPhone 23 has <laughs> been out forever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. For sure. Are you the type of person that drops your phone a lot or are you pretty I, safe with it? I used to be, but I grew up. Yep. So that that's a good thing. But I mean, I think it's miraculous that it survived all these years. Tanner, what has your phone miraculously survived? Have you ever like dropped it in a crazy way and it was like totally fine? Well, I haven't grown up. I drop my phone all the time. <laughs> uh, one time I dropped my phone in the toilet. 
And uh, I'd learned that day that phones are waterproof these days because it was fine. I just threw it in some rice afterwards. And thankfully, miraculously, my phone was okay. Oh, okay. Well, we've got Rita from Sebastopol on the phone. Rita, what has your phone or someone you know miraculously survived? What's the story? My grandson, he was real little. I mean, like two years old, took it and threw it in the toilet and tried to flush it down. <laughs> so we took it out, and somebody had told us to put it in, you know, take it completely apart, wipe it out, put it in right. That thing worked better than it did when we first got it. <laughs> no it way. was like like something they had said in it or something. We don't know, but it worked so much better than what it did when he did it. It's going to be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. We in the deep end of a dive I remember thinking that I wanted to work for UPS and deliver packages. People were always happy to see the UPS guy, and I liked the pants. Who is in the dive bar? Is it A, Mitchell Tenpenny? Is it B, Sam Hunt? Or C, Riley Green? Jake from Pingrove, what you think? Who is it? Riley Green. That's correct! Congratulations to you. You are going to Birmingham. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. So Birmingham is happening at Pengrove Park this Saturday. If your friends want tickets, they can get them now at Birmingham2030club.com. But you're going thanks to which morning show? Thank you so much. Amber and Tanner on Froggy. What is your key and your secret to happiness? Because I'm happy. A new study has found that the secret to happiness might be expressing gratitude. About a third of people say they regularly make it a point to express gratitude in their everyday lives. But 65% of people who report they're very happy on a daily basis are more likely to always give thanks. Like it's Thanksgiving, baby. (laughs) So, Amber, what is some stuff we can do to have more gratitude in our lives? Um, Well, I don't know about what you can do personally to have more gratitude in your life. But for me as Amber Henderson, um, things I try to do to make myself happy are not take things personally. Um, That always makes me happy. And, you know, I think that I have high moral standards, which is not always a bad thing. And I think that stepping away from that has helped me a lot. And I think that, you know, feeling annoyed and feeling you know, offended may be warranted, but it's not helpful at all. And, and I think it's important to think even if you walk that line and follow the rules, you can't control when others break them. So that kind of brings me happiness, like when I realize that, because it gives me like personal peace. That's awesome. That's a good thing for all of us to think about. For me, I try to focus on positive thinking. I try to take a few minutes every day. I actually have it in my reminders on my phone to focus on the positive things in my life. Even if I've had an awful day, even if, you know, I'm having a tough day, I'm stressed out, it's not going well. I try to think of at least three good things in my life that I'm grateful for. And uh, that keeps me a little bit happier every single day and focus on the positivity rather than the negativity. Gotcha. That's that's pretty good too. Yeah. That's pretty good. Trying. It's, it's a process, right? To be happy and to be thankful and all that. On our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning, uh, we're all sharing the keys to happiness. Crystal from Roner Park says helping others makes her happy. 
Robin from Georgia said, It took me 50 years to get this one. I listen to God and stop putting myself last. Joyce from Petaluma says, Be grateful and find joy in little things. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So it seems like this happens every single gear at awards show. Someone always seems to be left out. Well, Olivia Newton-John's publicist is absolutely fuming at this late singer and actress's, you know, exclusion from the In Memoriam tribute at the Emmys, insisting that she absolutely deserved to be honored. So the In Memoriam, sorry, In Memoriam segment, which pays tribute to stars who passed away since last year's ceremony, honored the likes of Betty White, Bob Saget, and Hash Ray Liotta, and so many more. And there were others that were definitely left out this year. And, you know, I think that a lot of people were very focused on the iconic Greece actress, Olivia Newton-John. More so her publicist of 24 years, his name is Michael Caprio. He felt the decision wasn't right, you know, given Olivia's extensive history in Hollywood, especially on TV. And she acted in TV movies like A Mom for Christmas. She appeared on American Idol, RuPaul's Drag Race, Murphy Brown, Glee, Dancing with the Stars, so on and so forth. Now, she also had a ton of TV specials like ABC's A Special, Olivia Newton-John, and Olivia Physical. I mean, I looked this up, and it looks like she's been in over 50 TV shows and specials. I'm pretty sure that's enough to get some recognition from the Emmys. So what happened? Why did they leave Olivia Newton-John out? I mean, is this because it was done months down the road, months in advance? Um, Now, if you missed it, Olivia Newton-John passed away in August at the age of 73 after a long battle with breast cancer. I mean, she was a beloved, beloved star known by so many people around the world. So, of course, the Internet reacted, and one person tweeted, Deeply disappointed in the omission of Olivia Newton-John during the Emmys, she won a trophy for songwriting and appeared in several TV movies. I mean, Olivia Newton-John even won an Emmy. She won an Emmy, a daytime Emmy, in 1999 for a song called This Is Our Moment that was featured in As the World Turns. Also, her TV special, Olivia Newton-John Hollywood Nights, even won an award for outstanding videotape editing for a limited series or a special. So, again... Not sure what happened. Not sure why they left Olivia out. And maybe it's because when you think of Olivia, you don't think TV star. You think movie star or maybe singer. But the Emmys or any representatives have yet to comment on this controversy. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tanner headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. Let's see if Amber can identify which one is real. The record is Amber's up. 39 wins in the year 2022. I have fooled her 37 times. And today is the arrest version. So all these people were arrested. Good to know. Here's headline number one. Cops arrest a man and his toupee. Headline number two. Cops hilariously arrest baby. 
Headline number three, cops arrest vampire. Oh no, it could be any of these. <laughs> okay, so we've got toupee baby vampire. Yep. Which one do you think got arrested? The toupee. That is... Oh, Amber, I am so sorry. Aww. Not the headline in a haystack. Uh, the vampire. That is correct. Okay. The Oklahoma City police recently arrested a vampire who threatened to bite them. Cops were recently called to a 7-Eleven because a man named James was harassing customers. Officers chased him before he removed his shirt, kicked off his sandals, and got into a fighting vampire stance. <laughs> Detectives cuffed James before he said he was a vampire and he was going to bite them and drink their blood. Ew. <laughs> Please no. Apparently Halloween is among us. Uh, James was charged with aggravated assault and battery on a police officer. Oh, Lord. <laughs> You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Halloween is among us. Uh, what's the most elaborate Halloween decor you've seen? Uh, Tony DiMatteo of Rochester, New York is going viral because of his upcoming Halloween display. He's actually placing a life-size haunted pirate ship on his front lawn. I'm Captain Jack Sparrow. He says the display will feature pirates, it'll be Port Royal, a pirate trading town, a trading post, there's going to be a saloon, there's going to be treasure. He said there's going to be all kinds of things like cannon and smoke and fog and CO2 and a synchronized music soundtrack. I mean, he's putting out all the stops. I love when people go all out on Halloween like this. It makes it so fun and I love that people in Rochester, New York get to have this unique experience. He said it's more work than anybody should do ever, but he's really (laughs) excited to do it. And I want to go to New York just to see it. I mean, I love pirates and I love Halloween, and it sounds like this guy does too. (laughs) Um, So Tanner, what's the wildest or maybe most elaborate Halloween decor you've ever seen or been a part of? I have seen somebody put chainsaws all around their house, and it had motion sensors, so when you walked by, they go, ding, 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 no That's way. An awful example of what a chainsaw sounds like. It was like. pretty good. Is <laughs> <laughs> that better? <laughs> but it was really cool. Even when cars drove by, they went off. And that was the coolest Halloween decoration I've ever seen. Like they were real chainsaws or fake ones? I think they were real ones, but they took the chains off or they changed whatever so it's not sharp and stuff like that. Oh my gosh, that's so scary. <laughs> uh, so my friend... We call him Georgia Jerry on the show. I used to work with him. Uh, I know that Jerry used to start decorating his house for Halloween in July. Love it. And he basically turned his entire home into a haunted house and he used to have like the best Halloween party. And it kind of reminds me of this guy from New York. It's more work than anybody should ever do ever. <laughs> yeah. But it's good for your community. It's good for your friends and everyone's having a good time on Halloween. Catching the Catching the these guys. It's just snake bite morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to call Anna about her dog. What is she doing wrong? Let's find out. Hello? Hi, is this Anna? It is. Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling you about your dog in your household. Um, oh, um, okay. 
have a report in front of me that says that you let your dog go to the restroom in your front lawn. You just open the door, let the dog go out, and you don't worry about it. I do. Are you aware that there is a leash policy at all homes in Sonoma County that you must take your dog on a leash to the restroom and you must be within six feet of them at your own property? No, I've never heard of that. It was put into effect in 2004, and it really surprises me that you don't know this law, and uh, I'm happy I'm informing you about that today. Okay, yeah, please give me more information because I am not aware of that. So you have to take your dog on a leash and be a responsible pet owner. I'm sorry? You're not a responsible pet owner. In fact, you're a bad pet owner since you don't know this policy. What? How does that make me a bad pet owner? I let my dog go to the bathroom in front of my property. Without any supervision whatsoever. And my dog has never chased anyone, never bit anyone, and comes right back into the house once he's finished. That's like letting a stranger change your baby. Yeah, no, sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) This is not, no. My dog goes to the bathroom in front of my house. He uses the bathroom. He comes back inside of the house. I go out there and turn later on, and I clean it up. You are going to be fined $1,000 for this infraction, and you have to also take a dog obedience training program because it's obvious you're a bad pet owner. How much? $1,000. $1,000 for letting my dog go outside, and, 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 and that's it. And, and me cleaning up after my dog that uses the bathroom in front of my house my dog and comes back into my house that hasn't bit anyone in obedience school my dog is trained he comes back into the house you've been martindale my name is actually tanner from amber and tanner in the morning you're on froggy night 2.9's neighbor dispute no 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 no. i'm sorry wait <laughs> you just really got me like so upset listen to amber and tanner in the morning every weekday at 7:55 for the neighbor dispute with barry martindale on Froggy 92.9. What is your parking lot pet peeve? So I was helping a co-worker put some boxes in her car because some of our staff here at Froggy 92.9 are moving to a new building. So I was helping put some boxes in her car and she went in on her driver's side and said, what idiot parked like this? I mean, my God. And I said... Uh, that's my car. (laughs) I'm the idiot. It's me. I have no problem admitting it. Sometimes I park a little bit like a jerk and I park too close to one line or the other. Why? It's honestly because it's so early in the morning when you and I come in, Amber, that I don't really think about it because there's no other cars around and I just kind of pull in and don't think about it. Yeah. Not being considerate of other people and thinking about other people when they have to come in for work. Okay, yeah, there's no one around. Yeah. That's fine. I got to work on that. If you've noticed the past two days, I've been very careful about where I park. I haven't noticed because I will say it is very early in the morning. And because people are moving, I haven't been able to park in my normal spot. So that's thrown me off a little bit, too. Yeah. But I do hate when people park a little too close. My biggest pet peeve is these giant trucks in my apartment complex that take up like one and a half spaces and you can't park next to them. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? There's people that live here that are having to like park across the street or on the street because you're you can't park and you're taking up. Don't, oh my gosh, don't even get me started. If you have a big truck, I guess my advice would be don't take away one and a half. Just take two of them <laughs> at that point. Like, <laughs> not a lot of people are driving smart cars and stuff. 
Yeah. So just just knock out two of yeah, them. Well, Have who, the confidence to do it. Who's going to park there? A bicycle? Possibly. I, I don't know. A scooter? A moped, yeah. And if you've, you've seen our Instagram, people in this building in this area do kind of park really dumb. <laughs> There's always some like Jeep out here that like parks in the middle of a line. Yep. Line, lines their car up in the middle of a... Why are you doing this? When it comes to parking lots, I feel like people get very angry. And I totally understand because I've been annoyed at people for things that I do. I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting angry right now just thinking about it. Well, let's talk about what y- drives you crazy in a parking <laughs> lot. Got some great responses on our Instagram at Froggy929. Sarah from Santa Rosa says, When I park towards the back of the parking lot to avoid being near anyone and someone parks next to me. Dan from Runner Park said, When people ding your car and don't leave a note. This happens to me all the yeah. time and it drives me nuts. Come on, guys. It's so annoying. Don't my, don't even don't just ding anybody's car. Don't do it. My car is beat up because of other people. Laurie from Windsor says, My parking lot pet peeve is when people leave their grocery cart in the middle of the parking lot. Come on, people. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9. The show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. When did you realize you were getting old? The older I get. So I realized I was getting old this week when I saw this video of a girl wearing these specific sunglasses that I absolutely refuse to wear. And I'm just going to say, I realize I'm not the epitome of fashion over here. I woke up super late this morning. My hair is still wet. I got no makeup on. So I will say that, but I do want to say that... I refuse to wear these dad sunglasses that everyone's wearing. <laughs> I've seen them a lot. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I've seen them a lot lately. They look like the kind of sunglasses my dad wears on a Saturday when he's out at Lake Sinclair fishing. Like, it looks like dad boat sunglasses, and these young women are wearing them, and they're not cute. Do you feel like you're out of fashion, or you just hate this trend? It makes me feel like I'm out of fashion. And there's certain things that people are wearing now. Like, I guess Gen Z, they're wearing like all these 90s, like baggy pants and crop tops and, you know, this dad sunglasses. They're wearing 90s fashion that I absolutely, I can't wear. I'm a 31 year old woman. I can't, I'm too old now. I can't do it. I've seen a lot of people wear short sleeve shirts. And underneath, they wear long sleeve shirts. I'm like, oh, that screams 2002 right no, there. No, wait. I used to do that when I was a kid. Yeah. That, <laughs> see, saying that makes me feel old. <laughs> I cannot believe this is happening to me. Yeah. Actually, I can't. I knew it was coming. Well, right? It, you know what happens to people. Everyone has one day where they realize, oh, man, I'm getting older. Well, Tanner, you just turned 26 not too long ago. Um, is there something you've seen, maybe it is fashion, maybe it's not, that just made you feel old that maybe you're not in your youth anymore, you're not in your prime? Uh, Vans slip-ons or slip-on Vans. Okay. And it's not because other people are wearing them, it's because that when I wear them now, my ankles hurt. <laughs> <laughs> you need more supportive shoes? Yeah, maybe I can rock some New Balances, the all-white ones that my grandfather used to wear. I gotta get that support somewhere. I don't see why not. <laughs> I mean, those big, chunky shoes are in style now anyway. Yeah. So maybe you're not really out of fashion. <laughs> Who knows? Alright, so when did you realize you were getting old? We did ask on Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning. Jason from Bodega said, when I stopped being able to party hard two days in a row. 
<laughs> that ship has sailed for me too, Jason. Uh, Tasha from Petaluma says, when I drove past a high school and everyone looked like young children. Oh, I can relate to that. They do look young. I think kids are looking younger and younger. It's uh, probably because we're getting older and older. It sucks. I'm like, did I look like that when I was 14? We did. We did, we yeah. Did. Bobby from Runner Park said, when I woke up because my knees ached, not because my alarm went off. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Froggy 92.9. It's the Amber Showdown. Mika from Roner Park, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? I hope so. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Mika from Roner Park, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay. You want to talk some smack to Amber for half a point bonus? Oh, it's going down, Amber. (laughs) Boom! (laughs) Half a point bonus rewarded. Amber's out of the studio. Her record is 526 wins and 42 losses. Mika, are you ready? Yes, I am. Question one. Tom Brady and Giselle are now living separately. What does Giselle do for a living? A, an actor. B, a musician. Or C, a model. A model. Correct. Question two. Chris Stapleton will cover Vince Gill on Vince's CMT Giants tonight. What decade did Vince Gill receive his first number one hit? In the 90s, right? The 90s is correct. Question three. The original Halloween is returning to theaters this month. What is the name of the main villain in the Halloween movies? Michael Myers. Correct. Question four. Luke Combs is the guest picker on ESPN's College Game Day tomorrow. What sport did Luke Combs play in high school? A. Golf. B. Basketball. Or C. Football. Football. Correct. Question five. Timothy Chalamet says his upcoming Wonka musical is joyous. Name the actor that starred in the original Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory movie. Oh my gosh. Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder is correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Okay. All right, Amber. Mika from Roner Park got five out of five today. Oh, pretty good. Okay. Question one. Tom Brady and Giselle are now living separately. What does Giselle do for a living? Is she A, an actor, B, a musician, or C, a model? She's a model. Correct. Mika also got that correct. One to one's the score. Question two. Chris Stapleton will cover Vince Gill on Vince's CMT Giants tonight. What decade did Vince Gill receive his first number one hit? Could be either the 80s or the 90s, but I'm going to go with the 90s. The 90s is correct. 1992 with the song, I Still Believe in You. Why are you scaring me like that? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Mika also got that correct. Two to two's a score. Question three. The original Halloween is returning to theaters this month. What is the name of the main villain in the Halloween movies? Michael Myers. That is correct. Mika also got that correct. Three to three's a score. Question four. Luke Combs is the guest picker on ESPN's college game day tomorrow. What sport did Luke Combs play in high school? A, golf. B, basketball, or C, football? Uh, football. That is correct. Mika also got that correct. Four to four is a score. And here's question number five. Timothy Chalamet says his upcoming Wonka musical is joyous. Name the actor that starred in the original Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory movie. Gene Wilder. Perfect five out of five for Amber. 
Same with Mika, but if you remember, Mika did talk smack to Amber, which means Mika, you are now the champion of the Amber Showdown, and you get to say the phrase. I'm smarter than Amber. But just for playing, you have won a four-pack of weekend passes to Stagecoach Music Festival. Yes, I am so excited right now. You have no idea. Thank you guys so much. I love Froggy. Mika from Runner Park, you are going to Stagecoach thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tana in the morning on Froggy 92.9. And it's a great day. Yes, it is Friday. We're getting ready for the weekend, but we got to do Great Day to Be Alive Friday. It's our time of the week where we air out all of the bad stuff that happened to us, get baptized by Mr. Travis Trent to get ready for the weekend. And it's a great day to be alive. I need Mr. Travis Trent now more than ever. <laughs> I'm so tired today. Well, do you want to kick us off? Yes, uh, Tanner, he witnessed all this happening. Uh, what I thought was antibiotic cream this week, it was here at work in our bathroom, was actually capsaicin cream, and my skin burned for two days. And it's a great day to be alive. And if you don't know what capsaicin cream is, because I didn't, capsaicin is a compound that's found in peppers. It gives them their hot and spicy kick. Why would anyone want to put that on their skin? Apparently, it helps with joint pain, which is not what I needed it for. <laughs> <laughs> so we had the earthquake this week and knocked a bunch of stuff off my walls, and it even broke my dang lamp. And it's a great day to be alive. Sorry about that $10 lamp of yours. <laughs> I know. I'm still thinking about it. It was the best $10 I ever spent. Oh. And now it's broken. I'll get you another one. Thanks, 4.4 earthquake. (laughs) Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah. Well, the date I wanted for my wedding isn't going to work out. Um, And unfortunately, now I just can't seem to decide on a new date. And it's a great day to be alive. I have an update on my soda drinking habits. I've kicked out soda, which is awesome. And I'm trying to stop drinking energy drinks, too. Uh, and here's an update. How many did I have this week? Three. I just can't cut it off. <laughs> I, I mean, they're carbonated, so maybe you're just getting your fill of soda yeah. when you're drinking the energy drinks. Energy drinks, I think, are worse for you, too. So here we go. I don't know. <laughs> well, I broke my streak on not buying anything extra and unnecessary this week. I bought new pens for work because I liked them, and I also bought some Halloween decorations. And it's a great day to be alive. Whoops! <laughs> I bought this crystal ball. It makes noise. I'm excited about it. I shouldn't have done it. Yeah, I mean... I shouldn't have done it. I mean, your spending has gotten a lot better. I mean, because it was like every other day you were like, I bought this, 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 and this on Amazon. I need therapy. (laughs) So uh, here's a question. What part of my body did I hurt this week? I'm so glad you asked. It was my ankle because I'm too old to wear slip-on vans. If it's trending. And great day to be alive, even hitting the wrong sounds. Here we go. (laughs) Happy Friday. Your ankle is trending. (laughs) It's gonna be a good with Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time. They're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9.